Revelation chapter 18. After this, I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority, and the earth was made bright with his glory. And he called out with a mighty voice, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great. She has become a dwelling place for demons, a haunt for every unclean spirit, a haunt for every unclean bird, a haunt for every unclean and detestable beast. For all nations have drunk the wine of the passion of her sexual immorality, and the kings of the earth have committed immorality with her, and the merchants of the earth have grown rich from the power of her luxurious living. Then I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you take part in her sins, lest you share in her plagues. For her sins are heaped high as heavens, and God has remembered her iniquities. Pay her back as she herself has paid back others, and repay her double for her deeds. Mix a double portion for her in the cup she mixed. As she glorified herself and lived in luxury, so give her a like measure of torment and mourning, since in her heart she says, I sit as a queen, I am no widow, and mourning I shall never see. For this reason her plagues will come in a single day, death and mourning and famine, and she will be burned up with fire. For mighty is the Lord God who has judged her. And the kings of the earth who committed sexual immorality and lived in luxury with her will weep and wail over her when they see the smoke of her burning. They will stand far off in fear of her torment and say, Alas, alas, you great city, you mighty city Babylon, for in a single hour your judgment has come. And the merchants of the earth weep and mourn for her, since no one buys their cargo any more. Cargo of gold, silver, jewels, pearls, fine linen, purple cloth, silk, scarlet cloth, all kinds of scented wood, all kinds of articles of ivory, all kinds of articles of costly wood, bronze, iron, and marble, cinnamon, spice, incense, myrrh, frankincense, wine, oil, fine flour, wheat, cattle and sheep, horses and chariots, and slaves, that is, human souls. The fruit for which your soul longed has gone from you, and all your delicacies and, all, and your splendors are lost to you, never to be found again. The merchants of these wares who gained wealth from her will stand up far off in fear of her torment, weeping and mourning aloud. Alas, alas, for the great city that was clothed in fine linen, in purple and scarlet, adorned with gold, with jewels, and with pearls. For in a single hour all this wealth has been laid waste. And all shipmasters and seafaring men, sailors and all whose trade is on the sea, stood far off and cried out as they saw the smoke of her burning. What city was like the great city? And they threw dust on their heads as they wept and mourned, crying out, Alas, alas, for the great city, where all who had ships at sea grew rich by her wealth. For in a single hour she has been laid waste. Rejoice over her, O heaven, and you saints and apostles and prophets, for God has given judgment for you against her. 
Then a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and threw it into the sea, saying, So will Babylon, the great city, be thrown down with violence and will be found no more. And the sound of harpists and musicians of flute players and trumpeters will be heard in you no more, and a craftsman of any craft will be found in you no more. And the sound of the mill will be heard in you no more, and the light of the lamp will shine in you no more, and the voice of bridegroom and bride will be heard in you no more. For your merchants were the great ones of the earth, and all nations were deceived by your sorcery. And in her was found the blood of prophets and of saints and of all who have been slain on the earth. God bless this reading and perceiving of his holy word. Amen. We are continuing our look at the book of Revelation written by the Apostle John based upon what Jesus spoke to him and what also was revealed to him through Jesus in the Spirit. And John is writing those things down, those things that were, that are, and those things that are yet to come. And all the things that we're looking at now are things that are yet to come. They are future to us now. So these events that we're looking at would fall right at the very end of the tribulation. There'll come a day when we, when Christ will come to meet the church in the air, and then immediately after that, we don't know whether that's a day or a month or what, but shortly after that, then we'll start the tribulation, and the tribulation is a seven-year period of time. And right at the end of that seven-year period of time, right after the seven bold judgments, which are the the greatest of God's wrath poured out upon the earth right at that time is is when Babylon will fall. And so we need to talk about Babylon for a few minutes. Uh, Some of this I think I covered in chapter 17, but let's touch on it again as well to clarify. Babylon is where the first pagan worship began. It's where men put created little gods meaning with a little g, not a true God, that were created by people for worship. This, this started when God said, go and, and fill the earth. And instead of doing that, Nimrod and his wife uh, started building what today we refer to as a ziggurat, which is it was the Tower of Babel. And they started building that, and God came down and confused their language and, and scattered them. But that's, the, that's where Babylon is, is in that very place. And so Babylon was a place where pagan worship began. And that's anything that puts itself in the place of God. And so God hates Babylon. He hates what it stands for, both the belief system and the place, the source of its of its scourge of of this pagan worship. In chapter seventeen, we looked at the destruction of Babylon as as a religion, and in chapter eighteen, we're looking at it more of the city itself as well as the the whole system of. Uh, carrying on business in a way that is built on worldliness and material versus the things of God. So in in this chapter, that's what we're looking at. Uh, 
in chapter 17, the, the focus was on the mystical or the so-called religious system of Babylon. So let's look in, in chapter 18, verses 1 through 3 that we just read. From, the, from earlier, we talked about uh, the fifth bowl judgment. The city of Babylon was thrown into total darkness. So when when he opens up and he says, "I saw another angel," and this is this is not Jesus. This is an angel uh, coming down from heaven, and the earth was made bright with his glory. So he was lighting Babylon, and so God shines a a spotlight on Babylon's corruption. He's pointing out that Babylon is demonic. Uh, she is unfaithful. This is in verses one through three, and she's intoxicating. She's she's guilty of fornication and authoring unfaithfulness to the Lord. Fornication, literally, but but also spiritually, of drawing people away from God, and that she has all these luxuries and all the ill-gotten gain, and and her whole focus is to focus on things that you need, which aren't really things that you need. It's the very system that we see today. It's like sell you on, you need this thing, but but I have one of those just like it. He said every, every guy, everybody's got one of these. Uh, this thing will change your life. Really, really, you need to buy it now. Buy this thing now. And that's the whole system. And what does that mean in regard to God? It means that, that people are putting things in front of God. Now, all of us are guilty of some of this, but this is the whole system. This is the whole way that it's built, is this demonic, uh, you're going to satisfy yourself with something other than God. And Babylon is saying, I've got it. You need it. Come get it. In verse 4, it says, I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you take part in her sins, lest you share in her plagues. What does this remind us of? This reminds us of how God called Lot and his family out of Sodom and Gomorrah when he was destroying them. He called them and said, come out of there. And when we say come out of there, we we need to know that actually we are talking about a specific place as I understand it. There are people much smarter than me that take a different viewpoint, but it seems to me that when you take all of the scripture together, that this is speaking of a specific city of Babylon. Of course, the old Babylon was destroyed and has remained largely uninhabited and unused throughout the thousands of years since then. But it it seems to say clearly in Scripture that she will be rebuilt uh, sometime between now and the tribulation, and then she will be finally destroyed, completely destroyed. So why would the people that would be on earth at this time during the tribulation will not be the church? The church has already been raptured. So the 144,000 sealed by God, the Jews who are sealed and become evangelists for God, they're leading people to Christ. 
so-called tribulation saints. And those tribulation saints would be who God is calling out of Babylon before he destroys it. Because you remember uh, when we read a minute ago, he said it's going to be destroyed in an hour. It's going to happen really quick. Uh, like someone else reminded me how the cities in Japan, as tragic as they are, they make the point that one minute everything was fine, it was a thriving city, and the next minute it's gone. So who are these people God is calling out? It's the tribulation saints, and what? why would they be living in Babylon? Well, remember, you have to have the mark of the beast on your forehead or on your hand, and, and if you don't have that, then you can't buy and you can't eat. But throughout all the history of mankind, there's always been a black market. And so it's, it's almost surely will, will be a black market in Babylon for the believers where they can buy food. And maybe they can either uh, even imitate the mark, counterfeit it to be able to, to buy and sell and work. But if not, then they might be underground, so to speak, living in the city, and God is calling them out that he would not have even one perish with the guilty. So God is, is calling them out because he remembers the, the great sinfulness of Babylon. He, he says that he's going to give her a double portion. You see that in verse uh, 6, that, that she is going to be damaged twice because of the severity of her rebellion. And then in verse 8, he says, it's going to happen quick. Uh, it'll come in a single day. And so he's telling them they need to get out and they need to get out now. The rest of the chapter is uh, a response to the judgment passed on Babylon. In verse 9 and 10, we see the kings, the heads of state, stand at a distance and express regret, not because of what's happened to Babylon, but because of the loss of their own influence and wealth. And then in verses 11 through 17, you got the merchants, the business people who profited the most from the sale of luxury items and from slavery and human trafficking. They, they've lost everything. It's like the crash of 29 on steroids. It's like what we're seeing right now from the coronavirus and its impact upon our economy. And then verse 17 to 19, you've got the shipping people, the people that that make the money off the ships and they're standing by saying wow this great city is no more and and there's no other place like it and so we're talking about a worldwide economic crash and then finally the the response that that we can rejoice in is that heaven is rejoicing finally god's had enough and he judges and destroys the city of sin and in response to his judgment, the saints, the apostles, the prophets, the righteous from the Old Testament times and the New Testament saints of the church and the tribulation saints that have been martyred, who've been killed during the tribulation, they all cry out in joy. Babylon is destroyed and will never ever again exercise its evil over all the earth. And the judgment of the Antichrist, the false prophet, and the Satan is next, and it will come shortly behind this. So until we come together for chapter 19, God bless you and keep you. Amen.